Xin chào. Chúng bệnh xuống. Selamat siang. Sabai di tan sau. Assalamualaikum. Suwadi. Selamat pagi. Magandang umaga. Welcome to the Lotus Talks. Hi, let me introduce myself. I'm Granger Whitelaw, CEO of the Vietnam Group, and I host the Lotus Talks. Along with my co-podcaster Cameron Lynch and various members of our team from time to time. The Lowe's Talks is a show where we talk about the people and the companies that are making a difference in Vietnam and Southeast Asia, or doing good while doing well, as I like to say. It's the golden age here, and there are many exciting things happening. I hope to bring as much to you as possible. So get your coffee, sit back, and relax. And let's go. Good morning. Today on Monday Morning Coffee, we will talk about Vietnam's competition law and its impact on foreign companies. Vietnam's law and competition came into effect on July 1st, 2019, focusing on competition restraining agreements, market dominance, economic concentration, and unfair practices. The new law builds on the previous regulation and provides investors with clear guidelines. The move underlines the government's intent to match Vietnam's laws to international standards, and this bodes well for foreign investors in the country. There's a lot to cover, so let's begin. The scope of the law. The new law has expanded its scope and now includes both Vietnamese and foreign companies and individuals. The government will have authority over offshore activities if there is an impact on the domestic market, and the law will apply to foreign entities, part of competition restricting agreements, economic concentration, or other unfair activities, even if they do not have a subsidiary in Vietnam. The regulatory bodies overseeing this are the NCC, National Competition Committee, which is a combination of the Vietnam Competition Authority and the Vietnam Competition Council. The Competition Investigation Agency has also been established under the NCC. It will be responsible for monitoring and investigating breaches of competition law. The NCC will be a unit under the Ministry of Industry and Trade. You know, it's really good to see that these kind of things are happening today and um, It's all part of the movement and growth of Vietnam. Let's take a little closer look at what the anti-competitive agreement law is. The new law prohibits certain types of anti-competitive agreements. If the firms are in the same market or if the agreements can impact market competitiveness. Agreements prohibited in case firms are in the same market are when dealing with directly or indirectly fixing prices sharing customers or markets or supply sources, and controlling the number of goods produced, sold, or bought, as well as the services provided. Agreements prohibited in cases where they have a negative impact on market competitiveness are restraining investments, technical and technological capabilities, and forcing other companies to sign contracts related to the buying or selling of goods and services, or binding them into commitments not related to the content of the contract. Well, these are, are really, really, really important um, subjects, things that definitely need to be dealt with if you're going to create a fair anti-competition law in Vietnam or anywhere. You also have to have some exemptions, and the government's thought of that, certainly, for growth. Uh, these laws allow for certain types of exemptions if they can satisfy certain conditions, 
such as promoting technical progress or business efficiency, which can be a little bit of a wide open term, if you will, but it gives the government some flexibility. However, the new law does impose a five-year limit on any exemptions. Extensions are limited to a maximum of five years, and the NCC will decide whether to continue the exemption with 90 days prior to its expiry. Economic concentration is another key part of the law. Earlier, economic concentration activities such as M&A, consolidations, and joint ventures were prohibited in cases where the combined market share of the entities was above 50%. Now the combined market share condition has been removed, and any such activities can be prohibited if they have a significant competitive restraining impact on the market. The NCC will make the final decision based on the following factors. Combined market share, level of concentration before and after the economic concentration or M&A, joint venture, etc. The relationships of the firms in the chain of production, distribution, or the supply of goods and services, or whose business lines act as an input or comp complementary nature. So that whole supply chain being consolidated or being joined together can be another way to give somebody an economic advantage and therefore it would breach the competition law. Uh, competitive advantages due to economic concentration can also be uh, the probability of participating firms to increase the price or rate of profit after the merger or the partnership and the capability of the combined firms to remove or prevent other firms from entering the market. In the previous versions, economic concentration activities could lead to a market share of 30% or more were required to be reported to the authorities. Under the new law, any economic concentration needs to be reported to the NCC if they are subject to certain thresholds and based on the following factors. Total assets and turnover of the firms in the domestic market, transaction value, and combined market share. Mergers and acquisitions. Before a merger or acquisition or joint venture, the entities have to notify the regulators if certain thresholds are crossed, such as assets and turnover, as per the 2018 law on competition. While not mandatory, a pre-merger consultation with the entities involved and a regulator is helpful to see if there are any issues. This can be an informal cost-free step to clarifying merger regulations. Once the entities submit to the regulator, the preliminary review should be completed in 30 days. If the NCC requires further time, it can extend the review another 90 days, and then a further 60-day extension for complex issues. These are all very, very good things to know if you're envisioning any M&A activity or joint ventures in Vietnam in 2019 or beyond. And lastly, market position and power. From July 2019 onward, firms will be considered to be in a market dominating position if they have a market share of 30% or more and has significant market power. I mean, what is market power, you can ask? Well, I'll tell you. Market power will be determined by several factors, such as the financial strength of the firm, 
technological advantages, and technical infrastructure. Ownership and the right to possess and access infrastructure or use items of intellectual property rights to gain position. The correlation of market share among firms in the market and other factors specific to their sectors. Well, that's pretty broad. And it brings up the question and a thought for this week, how do foreign companies make the best out of these changes while investing in Vietnam? I want to bring Cam over for a minute and ask Cam. I mean, whew, that's a mouthful. There's a lot going on in Vietnam. Good morning, Cam. How are you? Doing fine. Have my coffee. Fine. Well, you, you're not fabulous, Governor. <laughs> Always need to do better, right? So, I mean, you know, you read that and it just it makes my head spin and... And, uh, but it also, it's exciting. There's a lot of opportunity in Vietnam. And it's great to see the government taking these steps to create a more competitive, really fair environment for uh, not only foreign investment companies, but also the companies here in Vietnam. What are your thoughts, young man? Well, it's, I really think it's been a 40-year process. You know, this, they've always been opening up the market. A 40-year process? Yeah, since the Doi Moi reforms. In the, the what? The Doi Moi reforms. That was when they for, first integrated into the pre-market society, and they. they so had what some, year was that? That was. Uh, 1985, 1986, was, was 88, or something along those lines. Yeah, I, I don't remember. And then they went into law, really, in 94, but it took a while to actually template them and and actually put them into action, right? So. But looking at that, I mean, I, I feel like nowadays there's just. You, with all this potential, you really have to be attracting, attracting investors, attracting people to do actually put money into Vietnam. So this is a good step in many respects. You know, people. Well, I mean, I, I like that there's guidelines, right? And I mean, it's pretty specific. And, and I, I, I read a lot of what we had put down as notes and trying to explain to everybody what's out there, what to be aware of. What's going on with anti-competitive agreements? I mean, when you talk about sharing customers or markets or supply sources, you know, that can be a little tricky, right? Because uh, you want to be able to leverage. And if you can do a partnership with somebody to save some money um, helping your end user have a better price, well, that's a great thing, right? Also, if you can combine companies' uh, buying power um, or combine their, their need for buying and going to a manufacturer, that gives that manufacturer more business, right? So they can be more efficient. So, you know, these kind of things always make me wonder, where does the efficiency and the value um, breach the law? And it seems that there can be a gray area there. It's not as black and white as one would like to think. I mean, that's one of the difficulties making laws in and of itself, you know, you gotta always think about the gray area, but you you have to always allow for your economy to keep on expanding, you know. At this point, Vietnam is 6% year-over-year increase in GDP, or something along those lines. So, I mean, this just bodes well for the economy in general. Absolutely. Well, so we're fans of this. Great. Well, uh, you know, so for the listeners out there, the thought for the week is, how do foreign companies make the best out of these changes? Uh, take a minute, think about this new law, the Vietnamese competition law. Uh, get a copy of it, read it, 
see how you can use it to gain an opportunity in the market and grow your business. And we will talk to you on Friday and see what happens. Have a great week. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms so you never miss an episode. If you want to support what we do, then share and leave a comment. You can always find us on our website at thevietnamgroup.com forward slash The Lotus, as well as our Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and just about everywhere in the world. Just search for The Vietnam Group. We post updates daily and feature The Lotus blog and podcasts. Until next time, The Lotus Talks. See you soon.